We acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land as the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. See, that's a red flag. <laughs> that's like spiritual level victim blaming. That's, you know, that's some good shit. <laughs> it's a red flag. All right, well, everybody, welcome to Waving the Red Flag. It's your boy, Eddie. I got Josh, and I got our very illustrious guest, Mr. Comedian, Ethiopian, but still not starving, Joe White. <laughs> Joe's going to explain this. That wasn't me being racist. That's his tagline. Yeah, okay, uh, I thought that was a little weird. Like, um, I was like, I, I get like the starving artist, but I was going, you know, I was just going to see where you was going with it. Still is weird, because it's Ethiopian and still not hungry. That's the name of the stand-up comedy show that I tour. Okay. okay, yeah. Okay. Did I fuck it up and make it racist? I don't know where starving came. Hungry and starving are the same thing. You're not finna, you're not finna reverse ca- cancel me right now, bro. That's true. That's Hungry true. and starving is like, the, the, those are cinnamons, synonyms for sure, bro. <laughs> so, uh, Carter Morgan, an uh, African-American friend of mine, so when he came, his accent alone made him stand out and everybody was like, oh my God, where are you from? Mm-hmm. And then uh, he just looked different to all of us there. So a lot of the women were just like interested in him more so than any of us around. Um, and the other thing that blew my mind away was when we were walking uh, to uh, one of the shows uh, and we were walking behind the Caucasian lady, right? And he goes, man, in America, you could never do this. You call the cops on you. So I was like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you can never do like, what? Be that like, walk with white woman, apparently. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Well, it, it ain't that strict. I don't know what. Yeah, no, like I, I don't know. Especially I don't with know him being from New York. That's what, yeah, it, no, I mean in New York they're on top of each other. So I mean that's a little. That's another thing. Know? He must have been from one of them slavery boroughs that still haven't haven't heard news from the north about the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Like they they let us out a while ago. <laughs> yeah, we could never do this. We six feet away. They let y'all off the plantation. <laughs> you, they let y'all on one of them aeroplanes. Oh lord. <laughs> no, nah, we don't. We we have freedom in America, bro. I don't know what <laughs> what do you. Yeah, that was a little. That was a little extreme, but you know, I mean, hey, yeah. I'm I'm glad he was loving it. I'm I'm like I, honestly, real talk. I was actually talking to one of my good friends. Um, and we were just talking about how crazy shit is over here. You know, with the, all the stuff going on, and I was like, man, for real. I actually could see myself like moving and like if I was going to get the fuck out of America just off of what uh, Eddie has been telling me, like I would, I could see myself like going to Melbourne or like Australia somewhere. It's good because yeah. I think you're in the age group to where you could like it wouldn't even be that hard. Like you could apply for a working holiday once the restrictions and shit are lifted, which oh, I don't know what the fuck that's going to be. But yeah, with like a working holiday, you could come and just live here for like two years off nothing. Like you don't have to prove nothing. You don't have to have a job. You don't have to have school and you could just come chill. How does get- that work? It's called a working holiday, bro. It's just, it's just. <laughs> you mean to tell me I've been over here struggling for no reason, bro? I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. This is see. This is one of these things that I feel like a lot of like travel shit. It's like the finance shit that we were talking about the other day. It's just like all of this shit that's just there, but niggas just don't know about it. Like for an American citizen, there are at least seven countries where you don't have to have any experience, any you know skill none of that shit you can just go and live there for about a year and just chill you can work you you go to school if you want to you don't have to you could just do what you could just come and get herpes you could do whatever the fuck you want ireland canada new zealand australia and like three others you can just go chill for nothing it costs like 40 dollars to apply for the shit that's how i lived over there don't you have to do farm work though like a year in the farm so picking berries and shit you can do uh Three ah, months man. of farm work, and that gets you an extra year. But you don't have to do it to 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 come and li- and live for a year. You can go pick some strawberries with some nice, like uh, hairy armed white women in, in, like you know, regional Victoria, and you can get two years here for, for free. You get a year, and you can just chill and man, get any I... bullshit job, any bullshit job. And with your skill set, you're probably not even getting a bullshit job. Any bullshit job, you're getting twenty five dollars an hour Australian. Yeah, man, hourly back there. Nigga, I'm trying to tell you, bro. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I I am heavily beginning to consider this. My nigga. (laughs) My (laughs) nigga. I'm telling you, bro. My good man. My Negro. My Negro. I'm trying to tell you, you, look, I I realize we've got, you know, some hesitations about, you know, seafaring and journeys to uh, to new lands. It hasn't worked (laughs) well for us in the past. But I'm telling you, there's a good one. There's a good one. I'm not gonna tell you numbers because I don't know that might be weird, but yeah, you would be you'd be making good money. If like if you were doing your job. 
job, uh, like any kind of account management, sales, anything like that, like 80K Australian is very, very w- within reach here. You said like, I mean, y'all's median salary was around like 60 to 70 or something like that? US. Uh, it's, it's, it's 90 Australian. Oh, ooh, hello. That's the median, bro. That's the median, bro. <laughs> that means no, niggas no, that no. make money make more than it's that. Good. And, and broke no niggas make seventy k. Seventy k means you make below the median, and that's a broke nigga here. Well, well shit. Most, are you in Australia yourself? This, this doesn't seem like a median price. Yeah, right. Joe looking like what the fuck? I, I don't know these niggas. Yeah, that, that that might be the white median price. I'm not sure. It might be different. <laughs> right. It might be different place to place. I'm like, man, I want to move to Australia. <laughs> but Joe, you get good money make as a comedian, don't you? Like, yeah, how, 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 what's the, what's the minute noodles? Oh yeah, it that's true. Depends, Starting like, now, you don't get any money. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, but it just depends. You know, it depends on uh, like where you do shows for a month run, and you get a lot of time at the end of it. So you know, you get anywhere like thirty grand or slightly uh, uh, under for like the month. You know, so, wait thirty grand for a month of work you could make. Yeah, but when you do festival runs, you could crack 30, that. Um, that's money. You do shows <laughs> every night. And you, you do it that like <laughs> yeah. maybe. Catch me on the road, good sir. Nigga. I would yeah, crack indeed. the joke. <laughs> knock, knock. That damn yeah. I will be out there. <laughs> I know it's hard, guy, there, but I'm, I'm going to make somebody laugh. Got be trying. Look, bro, you could pop off at least like 10 back-to-back knock-knock jokes and at least make 500, right? Like, for sure. Uh, well, the disclaimer is it. The tax agent and you're watching. This is all just a joke, you know. This is all. Oh yeah, yeah. He don't make no yeah. money, bro. He got zero dollars. Nah. That's what he put on the tax form. He don't make nah. no money. He lost money. As a matter of fact, the Australian government owe him money. Yeah. Right? For racism. Always- for for you know all yeah all type of shit. Um, I'm I'm solicitor Eddie. I'm here to let him know that this y'all of y'all's crimes against uh the the, the darker equator people uh will not be will not go unpunished. And you need to pay him his goddamn tax credits, his fr- franking credits, whatever the fuck. Give him his dividends. Give didn't him his, they, his, yeah. his Negro dividends. Didn't they just like issue, like the Australian government like they just like, issued an official apology to like the Aborigines like a year ago or something like that. What is it? Yeah, also more than a year ago, more than a year ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah by Kevin Rudd. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Oh right, right, right. We I don't think America has ever done anything. We don't. We pretend like they don't like our they first nation never. people don't exist. They, like they, we. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because like just with the outcry of all this blatant injustice and racial, you know, inequality and all you know all these different forms, they are just now publicly and on the news admitting or just saying, hey, we have a race problem. And that's it. They're not going to say, like, yo, we, we fucking up. They're not about to do that. Not we now. don't know exactly what it is. We're not going to say which races, by the way. We don't, we don't, we don't know, know it could be anybody. From, there's people on there's both sides. We're not, it's very yeah. surprising. It's very, Apparently, there's some racists somewhere hidden in our in our oh, great nation. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's a very difficult time to do right The KKK is a domestic terrorist group. That's not the case, but yeah, there look, we don't is know about a race K. issue. Yes, we couldn't. It could be anybody. The, the triple K's. They could be. It, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of alphabet gangs out there. There's M16s. They're coming from Mexico. They're coming from all. We, who who are we to say? Who are we to say? We we don't even. Yo, know. The only uh, KKK we have here is like our breakfast uh, logo. You know, we've got these cornflakes, this cornflakes uh, triple K or double K. Y'all got y'all got KKK cornflakes. Well, not <laughs> two K's. <laughs> Pretty good. Only you can only drink with white milk. Oh shit, yo! Yeah, white milk. You gotta put sugar in it. Is that like a taste? Oh damn! You gotta put white milk and white sugar in it. Oh yeah, but you know, it tastes like shit without sugar. Did you guys ever see this? Uh, it was this art exhibit. It was called White Power Milk. No, nah. this shit was hilarious. L- look it up because at first it came out like it was a real product, but it turned out it was like a performance art piece from like a black artist. But basically, they opened up a whole web store and everything. And what the White Power Milk was was it was milk that had been freshly gargled <laughs> by Scandinavian white women. Uh-huh. And then resold as its own product, which was white power milk. And they had all types of listings and shit on this on this website and shit. And the shit was selling. And then it came out that it was a this black dude who was an artist who was commenting on, you know, the commodification of whiteness and like white femininity and all that kind of shit, you know? That that seems like it's some sort of crime. Like he just used art to like really fuck a lot of white people over. <laughs> I mean, if you go, goddamn! Like, imagine, imagine, imagine if you go okay, to wait, a restaurant. Wait, wait. I'm trying to understand where you come from here. Okay. Okay, so if you go to a restaurant 
and like you order a glass of milk. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this white Scandinavian woman was just gargling with that shit. I made you drink it. I would go to fucking jail. Like, I don't let me get away with that. <laughs> like, you can get away with anything for art, bro. You can get that's, away with anything. That's crazy. Yo, he, did he actually have people drinking it? So, so yes, but as far as I know, they knew. <laughs> so it was like it wasn't like it was a hidden thing. It was like oh. this is white power milk. Here's what you get. Okay, okay gotcha. And so okay. people were like, oh, I could get some 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 full cream gargle by a Caucasian, oh and then that kind of shit. Did they show you pictures of the women who were doing it? Like they did. Oh, yeah. you goddamn right they did. I bet, I bet they was know, fine. Like, yeah, flying, you know, and it was, like, it yeah, was very Scandinavian. They was very, they was very Nordic looking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lots of cheekbones, all mm-hmm. over six feet tall. You know what I mean? Y'all want some white power milk, don't you? That's fucked up. I don't white power milk, but I want some black milk. Right? I'm all of that my melanin. <laughs> let me tell you that, man. <laughs> okay, no, very, very good. Okay, so, so let's take a poll. Um, y'all too. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna participate in the poll. Where are we with regards to extra racial entanglement and uh, fraternization? Extra racial or interracial? Yeah, yeah, I think you definitely e- extra, extra. Wait, wait e- no, extra racial means interracial. Outside? No, Inter- interracial. Wait. Okay, interracial dating. But no, it's like, like no, it's like it's like extraterrestrial. Like you know, we terrestrial and extraterrestrial is outside the. Ter- so I'm saying outside the race. That's extra, right? No, bro. Like interracial dating means like. Just for example, a black woman and a, no, and a white man, like that's no interracial. Y'all making up new terms, dog. No, Y'all, that don't make no you, sense. I promise you, like I've never heard of an interterrestrial, bro. Nigga, I've never no heard one of an said anything about a terrestrial or aliens, bro. Like we talking about this interracial dating. Inter- that's where white people come from. Black people are from Wakanda. White people are from fucking Jupiter. I don't know what the science is. I'm not, you know, the Earth is flat, but you know what I'm saying. Do y'all date aliens or not? Uh, are we talking about? <laughs> So, so White, Martians, bro. White Martians, bro. White Martians. As soon as you said, um, I was like, oh, when we said, because uh, I was heading to, we were talking about relationships. I was like, oh, is this insinuating whether we, you know, into dating aliens or anything? So I was just a bit like. That's actually a good point, too. I would date yeah, one. Would you, I wouldn't care. What if she was white, though? And she oh, was yeah, an alien? Oh, yeah, are we actually talking about aliens or, or human beings? Like, are they, you know I mean? it's gotten it's gotten a little bit muddy at this yeah, point. I'm not. I would date like, an just... alien for the purpose of wanting to learn what she knows. Do you mean like sexually or just in general? Whatever it takes to learn what I need to. Whatever it takes. Yeah, are you like alien? Whatever. Whatever. Whatever it takes to learn is alien shit. I'm gonna get naked to learn. I'm gonna get hyped to learn. I'm about to bust the tail out this ET. Goddamn it! Okay. Well, I I see you. I appreciate you. That's taking one for the team, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if if it's a fine ass alien, because like you know, like some women could like you know just inside you know being involved in you know being like you know in sci-fi stuff. Like if it's like a fine ass alien. So she's still very much alien, but she still like has human characteristics, like you know, big titties, big ass, a coochie. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is she? Okay, which extra things would you be like a no no for you? Like, let's say, let's say she's got the body of who, who's your favorite female celebrity, body wise? Halle Berry is mine. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Okay. What do you? Okay, so let's let's say she's got the body of Halle Berry. Okay, or whatever you like. Me got, you can have your head. I don't care. With my head. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Okay, the actual, the actual head. So, on top so of me, Berry's body. With the never, Berry. Cause, I've cause, never met before. Because there's surgeons in my neighborhood that could do that, bro. I mean, so you so you saying if I hit up if I hit up Doctor Miami, and I got the titties and the ass installed. You're not saying no to. Well, I mean, see, nothing wrong with that. I'm flattered. That would be transgender. Not the same no, thing. no, I, I don't you know that it would be. Because what if I don't identify? No, because to me, then you possess no that I would want. I would want or not. Okay, right, right, right. You, right, right. Have, I have you can't just be you with Halle Berry body and normal. I have to be from knowledge. another planet with alien knowledge of the universe and, and the cosmos yeah. and shit like that. Hell, that's the ten off. Okay, so what what shit do you think that you would be finding out from like a like let's say you know you you went you're at a bar you meet a girl you come back to her place you get undressed and you find like oh you got an extra titty in the middle like oh shit you got antennas on your belly that's crazy on that extra titty goddamn mm. now what questions would you be <laughs> doop, doop, doop. yeah what <laughs> what knowledge would you like what shit would you be asking her about the, you know, what knowledge would you hope to get after, of course, you, you know, tear that thing up, as it were? Well, after I find out she's got three titties? Who them titties need to be sucked on? 
Yeah, after you find out she's got three titties and how exactly you go about making an alien reach orgasm, like after you've, you know, done your duty, <laughs> let's say, then what would you ask her about? Like, what, what would you want to know? You're saying we've done everything already. Like, no, you've just done the basic package. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you don't, maybe you don't even fully know what she can do sexually, but like, what, what is it that you want to find I, out? I want to know what else is there multiple of, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, on her. <laughs> <laughs> I say, you, a, you a wild boy. He don't yeah, this motherfucker hey. who discovered life from another planet. He don't give a shit about nothing. But hey, baby. Nah, no, I, I respect you your got. curiosity, my brother. I, I do. I definitely do. I'm trying to see if I need backup so I can call you. you know? <laughs> oh, got you right. Yo, she hey, got a, yeah, she got two true. coochies, my nigga. Like I need somebody up in this. Bitch. <laughs> She got one on her forehead. She got yeah. one on the back of her head. It's crazy. I, Fuck an Eiffel Tower, bro. We could, we could do an Uncle Ben out this bitch. We could do a pyramid. We could have five, six people. That's You know what? That is that is alien vagina is the vagina that keeps on giving. That is very, very true. But I do. I want to get back to your original question, though. Like, okay, yes. About interracial dating. Like, or like, would you would you date outside of your race? Um, Not me. Is it different not. overseas versus, well, I know. Joe, have you, have you been to America before? No, I haven't, but it's, it was on my plan this year, but because of COVID, uh, it's, you know, hopefully next year or 2022 now, and we'll just see how next year plays out. But I'm definitely yeah. wanting to come through. You should, you should, you should. It, it, yeah. it, it'd be good for the experience at least. But, but yeah, yeah like... You just can't get within six feet of white women, but otherwise it's pretty fun time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good time other than staying up with an arm's length from a white woman. <laughs> 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 if you, but you're lucky if you got because that's how the law is written if you got short arms you could get lucky you know Yo. <laughs> you know what that's what I remember when I'm there do not close too close to a white woman no be- not unless you're an amputee yeah. assert your black dominance my Dude, brother don't, you can get as close mm, as you want you don't, just don't be disrespectful don't, don't, don't assert no dominance especially <laughs> not right, black yo. dominance in <laughs> no white country You, they will bury you <laughs> under the jail <laughs> name one nigga who asserted black dominance anywhere who's still alive <laughs> hey, but I said don't be disrespectful that's true. Yeah, no. That's true. Apparently, if I start talking and let them know of my um, accent, then they'll be like, oh, they'll give me special treatment or something. And go, mate, mate, mate. Yeah, mate, your mate, accent everyone. would definitely, they'd be like, what yeah. is that? Is he is he British? Do you know Idris Elba? Like, they would probably you know, like, try uh, yeah, to figure you know, it out. Yeah. Shit, they, they would definitely think you were British. Like, real shit. Like, just how you said yeah. I would do, like, really well, just because, like, my accent is different and I look a little different, like, over <laughs> in Australia. The same would be, like, the same, the inverse would be the same for you, too. Like, you could just talk. You could do fucking poetry. I'm like, oh my god, who is he? Like, what? Where is he from? Oh my, yeah. Ethiopian jokes. Oh my god, but he sounds British. Like, they would be so interesting. Hit him with a pip okay. pip cheerio. Those panties will come down. That is absolutely okay. true. But back to back to the original question that that, uh, that Josh was getting at. What's the you know interracial you know? Yeah, yeah. I um I dated outside my race. I dated outside my race. Um, Sin. What was that? You have you have Fidel. <laughs> no, go ahead. Hey, I did it for the purpose of not, you know. I go places oh, where true. some are not willing to learning. go. Don't say ignorant. Expand. Don't say ignorant. Back, Educate yourself. And give the information to our Wakandan leader so we can Absolutely. progress. Bring it this back to on the people. Smart. This nigga went on a pussy pilgrimage and brought the language, <laughs> brought the knowledge back, back to the ancient, to the ancient grounds. That's what's up. I appreciate so you, we man. can be enlightened. Yeah, that's that's true, man. Was, Thank you for your sacrifice, brother. What, so, what, what, was uh, like? so what was it like? <laughs> Chris, I mean, CJ, you would know better than anybody. Goddamn, I don't know the fuck. Yeah, I got to, I got to get my, I got to get my name shit, shit right because you don't call me sixteen different names. I, I'm right, right. You got to, you just got to go with like one. You just got to find a fucking name. I, I'm, I've got, it. I've got the one. It's, it's Eddie now. That's I don't what, fuck that's with my, Eddie. That's I'll, I'll be honest with you, bro. You like, like I don't fuck with Eddie, dog. I don't. Right, it's too late for me to change the shit. I done brought my my TikTok account. I done brought my Instagram and shit. I done uh, done everything. You should have voiced this shit mad long ago, bro. Nigga, I ain't know. I mean, I didn't know that's what you was. I ain't know that's what we was rolling with. That's well, shit, man. You got your name. I took the fucking J Mo Media out of your shit so you could just be Josh. I mean, bro, like you can call me. You can just say J Mo, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you just wanted like you're more like that. Damn, I mean, but that's it. <laughs> Oh, suave. Uh, you know, that, I, I do get called. That was my whole uh, rap. Name. You know what? <laughs> uh, ain't nobody calling you that shit. Uh, but Josh, yeah. have you dated outside of your race? Or? I fucked outside my race, but not dated. Uh, technically. Mm. Um, this man gets in, gets right. out quick. Doesn't spend time to get to learn 
<laughs> he's not loving it. He's not. He's 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 not no. giving them his spirit, his essential essence. Mm. He's just giving them that. Let, let me yeah. properly answer that question though because like my first a lot of stuff like my first like love like serious relationship she was um she was half black which kind of i guess automatically just knocks everything out but half black a quarter chinese and a quarter indian and she was that from jamaica <laughs> yo all those races and personalities mixed in one bitch <laughs> <laughs> let me stop i'll pull that back ladies i don't mean that yeah that was With that was that respect, was that um, was that was hard for me to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, I mean, but but I don't think that does that really count as dating outside of your, you know, race? Like, you I know? I think nah, it's not really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, she's, well, I think it's still black. Yeah. I think it gets complicated because I, I think you I mean, not to get like wild and way off topic, but the fact that you said that she was black, Chinese and what was the other one? Indian and Indian from Jamaica. It's like yeah. that mix makes a lot of sense to me because I'm, I'm West Indian as well on, on my mom's side. And that like I'm Indian and black and in Jamaica it's it's Chinese people, it's Indian people, it's black yeah. people all living yeah. and mixing and shit like that. So you have a motherfucker come over here, Chinese in the face and they're like, Bum, buck, like that's just that, that's <laughs> right. the reality. And then it just brings into account like what is the division between culture and race? You know what I mean? Mm. Dating somebody who was your same physical race, but from a totally different culture. What does that even mean? Like what does race mean? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she was Jamaican. And that probably made her more different than her Chineseness or anything like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, because she didn't identify with Chinese at all. That was just a part of her racial DNA. Like, she was Jamaican. And then you're coming exactly. from over here, so it's, it's just really first. a cultural thing. You know what I mean? And I mean, Jamaican isn't a race, but as far as culturally, that's what she I was identifying. I feel like people with. act like Jamaican is a race. They do, but it's incorrect. Like it's, it's <laughs> <a nation. laughs> I'm not black. I'm Jamaican. Okay, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> don't work like that. I don't. Let me check. Hold on. Let me check my. Yeah. No, you see. Yep. Yeah. Still right. Black. You know when you said um, that Chinese people identifying as uh, a different, um, what well, according to they're at whatever in that country, especially if they're born there. Like my uh, my good mate, he was in Ethiopia, so Addis Ababa. And he was driving, and there's a lot of Chinese people living there, doing business and such. And one of them cut him off, and he pulled up next to him, gave him the finger, and started like cursing at him in Amharic, which is what Ethiopians speak. And then the Chinese right. side turned around and cursed him back in Amharic fluently. And my mate was like, and he, my mate, I might look Chinese, but my blood is Ethiopian, and cursed him back. And it was just Damn. like, my mate was like, sorry. My fault, bro. You know what? I would have became friends with that nigga right then and there, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, know, you know how wild it is a Chinese dude road rages even was like, yo, I might be a light skinned nigga, but I'm still dark. You know, like that's <laughs> that's a fucking oh it. shit. Respect. Yeah. All right. <laughs> shit. Okay, he Bombay, nigga. What the fuck? All okay. Right, cool. shit. Well, hey, well, let's let's grab a drink sometime. You know, I'm, how did you come to be? What, what what's your story? Like I would genuinely be curious to know. <laughs> Yeah, I just think it's it's a wild melting pot. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just making excuses for interracial dating, but it just seems like the mixture of like what it even means to be a particular race is is all fucking over the place, you know? Because it's black people everywhere. Mm. It's, it's, it amazes that you haven't dated outside your race, like on purpose, or is it just you never had the opportunity? Me? Well, no, no. Be, uh... no you, you said you dated already. <laughs> You said you dated uh, a mixed. She's technically a mixed race. Yours one, um, Joseph. Yeah. yeah. Um. I. But yeah. I've never just straight up like dated. Um. Like uh, just a, a straight like white or pure Indian woman before. Part is of it is kind of. There is opportunity now, but it's still kind of strange. Because you grew that beard out. That's why. Opportunity I, I don't even bounce. mean like. I mean, I don't even mean me personally, but just as far as like growing up. And from being from Brunswick, Georgia, which is a small city. So and then like it's still like this. The uh, uh, There was a stigma kind of growing up a little bit. It was kind of a, it's kind of weird. And even today, if you date just the most common example, um, if I was to date a white woman, a white girl, it might be a little weird. Or what is I might the correct term? Is it white woman or white it's girl? White woman. white woman is more um respectable. White girl sounds a little bit. Well, white woman seems a little bit more. I- I'm going to say it the other way around. Like it like white woman sounds a little bit like um, Karen ish. Yeah, like, 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 <laughs> hey, we're going to go out on this date, but just so you know, you are the oppressor, white woman. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? White, that's white woman, like yeah. You, 
Exactly. I, I, I like say you, a woman you know, just, you know, you, to be respectful of the, of the female a white, gender. A white woman selected you. You know, like a white woman came into the into the into the shack and pulled you up to the big house. That's okay. what a white woman does. Nah, nah, we 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 long we long past those days, my brother. Yeah, that, that's what nah. I'm saying. You you out here call hey hey Miss White Woman. That's just it's a little bit. But so give you an opportunity. Know. Would you date one like straight up that a uh, yeah. Caucasian like pure white woman? Or? If we could relate to one another and if we had enough stuff in common, I, I would definitely give it a shot. Like, I'm not... Your values would be so different. So I'm t- on some anyway. That is that's very true. That is very true. Um, That is very true. Would people stare at you in America? What's up? Would people stare at you if you guys are walking together? He said, would people stare at you as a couple in America? I'm pretty sure, like, some... Like, we might catch, like, an occasional, like, stare every now and then. But Man. I think, like, more... Yeah. But now, like, it's kind of normal. Like, no one gives... No sane person or just like person that just don't have a lot of hate in their heart or just have an issue with interracial dating would give a fuck. And that's on both sides. And I think that's also one thing that is overrepresented is like those people that get actually give a fuck about interracial dating because most people fucking don't. But, you know, you got those people that make a lot of noise. And if I'm really fucking with this person, if I'm really in love with this person, this person really loves me and she got my back. And I know that for a fact her family fuck with me. I fuck with them like vice versa. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm riding with you. But I do know people who are not like that, who are like closed minded in that sense. And I, you know, I, I feel like that's a counterproductive to the whole cause of just fucking being a goddamn uh, a human. If because yeah. I feel like if you can just identify with somebody <clears throat> and just relate with somebody and if they fuck with you genuinely and as you know, mutual, then yeah. I don't see the big deal. Like, shit, if y'all make each other happy, if y'all can add to each other's lives, add values with each other's lives, produce children that's going to be good for this earth. What the fuck is the problem just because y'all are different skin color? Like. Produce now, children we, that are good I, for this earth. That's where. That's where. Yeah. There. First of all, there's no fu- such fucking thing because I do not believe. Like, I've been having this thought a lot this fucking week. I do not think that people should have children at all. Like that shit is kind of barbaric. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make my argument in a second, but but, but before we do, Sticking I just want to real quick ask. <laughs> yeah, nah, we that, that that having children shit is wild, I, and I'll make the argument in a bit, but like. It does seem interesting that with the interracial conversation, we like really quickly steered towards white women. You know what I mean? I just use that and as like focus just, there. I, you know, look, it might not have know. been intentional. I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah I'm not. No, but, but that's because it, we're it black like men. Not. So if we date, you know, if we date, oh, you know white, you're still white. Yeah. Because why don't we got Asian women? Why don't we talk um, dating? You know, uh, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, to, like yeah, we, yeah, he's right. white instead of like there's Asian, there's Latina, there's like a bunch of other races. That is that, right. Yeah. yeah. But we were like, psychological oh, program right there. And I, yeah, because I, th- I think it's it's kind of like it's it's what that artist was talking about of like the the fucking white power milk that there's something that whiteness is like central because we're in America, you're mm-hmm. in Aus- or I mean we're in Australia, he's in America, and I'm from America, mm-hmm. like where you centralize white female beauty as like being the specific standard. Yeah, like you you're not necess- you're not hearing motherfuckers being like, oh, I got myself a Latina woman, you know, yeah. like you might occasionally, but it's like. Oh, he left you for a white woman. That's the stereotype or the whatever of what's valued in society. That that's supposed to be the best type of woman. Mm. Yeah, no, but no. I got you. I, I got you. I just because the reason why I it was just like there's that is the greatest contrast between a black man and a. I, th- I feel like that's the greatest. Contrast. Is it? Well, okay. So if I feel like, um, so like why are you putting white women on top, man? Shame on you. That's what I'm saying, oh, bro. I see, why you? I agree. You need to exactly, your mind, bro. I said contrast. Exactly, that is not necessarily brother. Decolonize your mind. Terrible. What about our first, our beautiful First Nations women, brother? What about our island women? Yo, see, the, what about the island, brother? No, 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 my brother. No, my brother. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I just <laughs> see, threw you under the bus. What you, what you saying, yeah. <laughs> but now I like, see Asians, they're more, and this is fucked up, but that's more, they're more fetishized. So if a black man gets with an Asian girl, like, oh shit, what you doing with that? Cause what you, how you, how you get that? Like, that's more of a fetish and, you know, yeah. you know, quote unquote, just in terms of more like dehumanized rather than superhumanized. Uh, is that, I, wouldn't, is that I the mean, idea? I wouldn't necessarily even go that far, but like there are that, that as far as just a, a stigma and a stereotype, that kind of is what it is. I feel like. Yeah. Like, I what's the, what I mean is like what what is the difference between fetishizing an Asian woman to where to where people would be like, Oh, what's how you get where'd you find her like that energy and fetishizing or whatever a white woman because the energy will be like different but similar to that, like a, a sense that this is something unique or different or depending on what space you're in, that this is somehow better or, or a point of pride. Ain't that still fetishizing or is that something different or what? I think this is actually a real thing, like 
Asian women yeah. are indeed are actually fetishized, even not even by black men, by white men. Oh, yeah. white, oh men. white white men. White men love Asian women, man. And it's, white, like every single like vaguely alt right white dude that I've ever met here in Australia. You you get to know him for five minutes. These niggas have an Asian girlfriend. Every single one of them, without fail. And, and the other, it's weird. Yeah, it's like a exactly. club. And the thing is, the weird thing about that is, is and I'm not even you know I don't mean no disrespect or anything like that. I love everybody who loves back or what the fuck ever. Um, but at the same time, okay. that was very metered, yeah. You know, whatever, whatever. Hey, I, I love you. everybody who who don't who who ain't back. fucking with me. You know, love. that's what I love. It's all about love at the end of the day. You went Gandhi and then um, IQ NWA. Oh fuck it. <laughs> you know, I might not always articulate it well, but hopefully you get my point. But honesty, man, I like. <laughs> hey, I, mean, I got it. Um, but the thing is, like, I feel like just generally, like, just pure, pure generalization. Like, Asian women, if they date outside their race, typically they will go for a white man, and I feel mm. like that is because they are more conditioned to believe that that is actually more acceptable, especially versus a black person. Definitely. And if you date, a, if you get, if you find like an Asian girl that is into black men, a lot of the times they'll be actually like interested in the culture too, or they'll already be kind of in the culture. Not even saying that they'll be acting black, quote unquote, but they'll know about the but culture. They're interested, they're, yeah, exactly. they're interested in the culture and they'll just kind of more so just hang around more black people just because that might be what they just kind of naturally relate to. Just fucking realize that, Hey, they might've been raised cool ass people no. like genuinely. You know? yeah. So yeah. So that's why I say, I guess that was just the easiest contrast between like interracial dating, just black, black man, white mm-hmm. woman. See when, no, um, just enough. to add to that, I've been in Melbourne over two years now. And then the grid where, because there's a lot of Asians uh, in Melbourne and, so the the more likely of you dating an Asian is very high in Melbourne, and that is true. Yeah, every single yeah. So I, I dated uh, three Asian girls who had the same uh, at the same time. No, not at the same time, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even if I did, it's comedian come on here, be like, yeah, the come off the stage time, like, hey, anybody want to hear some private jokes at uh, back at my hotel? Not at the same like, time. Okay. Nice. <laughs> but um, they had the same you opinion. Did just, bro. You didn't do that. We're going to edit that, that, that out. We're going to edit that you out. You got to cut that. Nah, bro. Come on, man. Edit that out. And <laughs> five, I four, mean, three, just two, after two seconds ago, just talking about fetishizing Asian women, and you hit it with the uh, with the karate chop greeting. Motherfucker. Oh, man. So, anyway, so, sorry, Joe. Tell us about the, the three Asian women you were dating. Uh, they all had the reason why I said three of them um, was they all had similar opinion uh, where. Every time, like, I would be out with them and literally wine on them, you know what I mean? Like, I would go out, I'd pay. Oh, he got money. Um, no, it's not even that. It's just being a gentleman. Even if I was out with you guys, I, it's in our culture. Oh, true. You know, that's just how it is. I, I mean, once I get on, I'll do that. But I don't have I don't have pay for other people money yet. But if I if I had some money, I would do it. And even if we don't have it, we find it somewhere. <sighs> even if we got to yeah, borrow it. Make me feel guilty, that's bro. real shit, bro. Yeah, nah, because I'm, I'm right there with, mean? like, if I don't have it, I'm just not dating. <laughs> you know really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> well, I you single because I'm broke. Damn. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah, y'all are. Yeah, yeah, y'all better niggas than me. <laughs> I kind of envy that mentality. Like, man, fuck that. Like, I'm still dating. I don't give a fuck if I got it. I don't. Because <laughs> it's like you can't. Is there's there's in my experience, it's like you know, just from my man point of view out here dating and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Is you hear all these stories about? Oh my god. Oh, she about he about to compliment me and insult me at the same time. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Watch him do this. You shit. know you're right. I am. I actually am. Not. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know you are, motherfucker. But, I know you. But the compliment. Go ahead. Go ahead and insult to me right quick. Because you know what? Sometimes I feel like, what is the fucking point? But the thing is, though, because I hear these stories about how women are like, oh my god, like you know, I went on the state and you know the bill came and he was like, so you're trying to go Dutch? You got it. You got it. You know, push your white man. You. You know, you went through that. Like that's crazy. Like you know, don't worry about it. Like I got it because you know I asked you out. I feel like the societal expectations upon me just as a fucking man yeah. I gotta pay for every fucking thing within the first however long time period so uh, not in not in 2020 not in the yeah, western good, world nigga. you know what I mean yeah you're right. you're right if I was in a different culture if I was in a different culture a different time like I could that makes sense in 1960 because it's like look I have opportunities that you don't 
You know what I mean? As a woman, I have access to parts of society that you don't. So I can kind of get that. You know, you're kind of dependent on me. Like you were military. I'm an ad executive. Like I'm not going to have, have you paying half the, the $150 drink bill. But, you know, I work in a fucking call center and you're a fucking physician. Like I'm not paying for half of this shit. Like I'm not paying for your shit. Like that's absurd in, well, 20, it depends, in 2020. It depends in who invited who to where. Who chose the place as well. That plays a huge part. See, that's, that is part of it kind of. Like, but I'm not I, I guess that's you. also cultural. Yeah, I'm not going to take too expensive and then go, all right, we've got, I've gone. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. See, that's why I always, I always go for, for broke shit because y'all are right. I set the expectation early. Like, hey, yeah, all right. How about a picnic? That's what the fuck. That's a motherfucker. I date in the wow. summer. It's we in, we outdoors. Wow. I don't got to pay for a roof. Wow. I, I already got a blanket at the house. I'm going to buy some $4 Aldi wine. You bring the cheese. I, I'll say some shit like no, that. Like, I'll bring the wine. You bring the cheese and the bread. And we'll get this motherfucking free, free ass date popping. Yo, for real, for real. Everything is free except the cheese. You have to bring it, huh? Exactly. We get some of this free sunlight that God provided for us, you know? Feel this, this luxurious, Gourmet grass on the ground is fantastic. Man, let me tell you, let me tell you though, that is fucking ingenious because literally the girl I was telling you about that I was just involved with, one of the Mm -hmm. best dates, one of the most romantic dates I've ever been on. Like we just Mm. spontaneously said, yo, I want to see you. I want to see you too. Yes. Let's go to Piedmont Park, which is a which is a nice park in Atlanta that overlooks like the city. You have like, you know. It's a big ass park, and we just went to Piedmont Park. That's romantic ass shit. It was super fucking romantic, nigga. She had the weed. I God, bought the liquor. She bought shit. some wine. I bought a quiche, nigga. We had blankets, pillows. You bought a quiche, nigga. nigga you I bought a quiche. quiche. I made a quiche. That's nigga. That's, that's the nigga. That's have, the fucking picture of love, bro. And that was the one of the like I, I thought I was falling in love, my nigga. Mm-hmm. I, my nigga, I thought it was a wrap. So okay. yeah. Was it? Oh, nah. That's what I'm saying. That's way more romantic than, you know, you in a bar, you in some restaurant, all sitting with a table between you and shit. Like, yeah. I mean, who does that? Yeah, Who's man. doing so that? Are you with you know? her or, or, or not? It's over? I believe. Yo, but that's the thing, man. The people that you stay with, it ain't never a good story like that. Like we, I think we got these fairy tale stories of like, oh, you know, right. I met her on a trip to, to, I was in Peru for one day and I met her at the train. You know, that girl, you bang her one time, you know what I'm saying? She forget about you and then she get married to the nigga who works on her dad's company. And that's, and, and y'all are, this, <laughs> y'all remember each other in passing. It's an experience. Like it's, no, you're it's talking a thing. It's romantic. You know, you, it she thinks about you sometimes when she's having, you know, lackluster sex with her with her husband. That's what happens. But the person you stay spend your whole life with, y'all just worked at the same, you know, fucking data entry job for six months together. That's it. That's how y'all met. And it was whatever. Those work drinks turned into private drinks and then now y'all got three kids. That's just how it is. Josh is uh so, so uh, we'll, we will all find our middle management queen one day. Your story reminded me of um, you know Dave Chappelle when he did this movie called or something where he takes a girl on a date and he goes, how to take a girl on a date on like $5 or something. And then he tells me how to do it and it's like, you take her for a walk, free. Then she asks, like, God damn it, and it's like a dollar ninety something. You know? All up. Yeah. Be like five bucks. <laughs> but it's about the experience. It's, a, it's about the absolutely. experience. Absolutely. That's one thing I think a lot of people miss is the experience. And I didn't understand that for a long time. Like before I, you know, became more confident in myself. Like I, I was thinking, oh my God, I don't have, I was thinking money. But it's really, if you can show a girl a good time, if you can make her laugh, that's all that, that's what it really boils down to. And that is why my friend right. over here does so well. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And because think about it, like a date is just a formalized, it's like a formalized type of meeting where when you think about it, like people don't even fall in love with each other on dates half the time moving in the same social circle she ain't falling in love with you at an expensive restaurant where you were paying for shit she fell in love with you while y'all were sitting on the couch at the same party and you was popping off some jokes you know you weren't even having anything to do with her time talking it's about it's about those moments what if a girl that's a good point but here's here's my dilemma what if came to my show saw me at like one of the best shows ever and then like wow this guy's amazing then i'm screwed I gotta keep up that momentum. No, no, she should be she should be paying for you, bro. That's the peak right there. She, she the should peak. be paying for you. She she's getting an opportunity to go out with a famous stand up comedian. It's, you should bro, be selling tickets, you are bro. Goddamn, like, Fuck that. See, and that's that's the thing because it's all in how you view yourself. Because you could be the fucking golden ticket. You could be the diamond in the rough. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Oh my God, good right now. Keep talking. They, Bring like, this oh man God, like, to Australia. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you, bro. You need you need some American nigga, you know, marketing on I'm your shit. You know what I mean? Get you a tax like, return. You, get you these women paying for the dates. You can freak that shit so many different ways, bro. Like it's it's just about how you believe and look at your damn self. You like, look, man. Like I know I'm at. I'm. You can you can be honest with it too. And women respect honesty from a nigga that they fucking like or want to like. And if they saw your show and they th- think you the best shit popping, they want to like you. They they you just have to not fuck it up. So if you like, look, there you I'm go. in this You're situation, but you know what? I'm going there. I'm going here. I'm going there. But you know what? I want to get to know more about you. What are you doing with your life? What's going on? Oh my god! Mm. Oh my god! He's so amazing. Like they go fucking trip, bro. <laughs> Women and do a lot. Have about you ever dated a? Absolutely. Every I think everybody kind of likes to talk about themselves, given the topic and the uh, opportunity. Definitely. That's a fact. Speaking of which, so this other thing that was happening to me that I want to talk about. Nah, um, <laughs> no, no, Joe, actually, I do have a question for you. <laughs> I do have a question for you, Joe. Have you ever dated and or slept with a fan, groupie, anything kind of mm. in that? I mean, do you have groupies, would you say? And like, have you slept with someone who was a fan? Have you slept with... Oh, let, 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 let me make it an easier question. Have you ever slept with someone who's seen you more than twice as an audience member? Who's seen me more than twice? Um more than once, let me say. Yeah. In the five years I've been doing stand-up comedy, I would say, I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a question, man, doing stand-up comedy. Um, oh shit! He answered that shit in years. You know how many times he's done that that he answered in the years, not the number. <laughs> no, I'm telling you the years because I don't. He said, "I've been doing it for five years." Let me just tell you, some shit didn't happen. Yeah, but you do safe environment. You know what I mean? So it's not just like. What's that mean? Uh, it just means you know you you you're obviously uh. You make sure, like for example, like it's it's under a safe environment. So when you, when we're performing and stuff, and then afterwards, you know, we're drinking and everyone's getting like drunk and hammered. You make sure everyone's on like a potential uh, level. So there's that aspect of it. Ah, right. Yeah. Right. And the other up. thing as well. So what is that? Yeah, and the other thing as well. What does that look like, man? Because like sometimes girls would just, uh, and I'm not saying all the time, right? Um, I'm saying that sometimes, you know we'd get lucky enough and uh, we'd have the opportunity where. You know, a female might like, be so in love with the performance and she'll throw herself at you, but she's heavily, like, and you right. got to assess, oh, man, like, she's not, yeah. like, she's not quite there for, like, anyway. You know, when people are drunk, they say crazy things and they want to do crazy things, but the next morning, it's like, mm-hmm. so you got to, like, you got to make sure um, that, you know, although, although I'm having fun, like, I'm aware of my environment and I know what could go wrong and what I should do to make sure that I'm as safe as I can be. And whoever is around me is also as safe as they can be. So there's that side of it when it comes to women and groupies. And but I'm I'm not Dave Chappelle, so Dave Chappelle. So I'm not saying there's like groups lined up and shit. But what I'm saying is, you know, um, no, man, it's, it's, it's levels to this. Yeah, shit, there's man. levels to it. Cruise, you know? cruise ship singers got, got groupies, bro. Everybody, yeah. It's, if you're doing anything with a mic, somebody's trying to fuck you. Somebody's little, you know, fast tail daughter is trying to, you know, stuff you up. Absolutely. I just want to ask you like more about that, like. How is it? How is that lifestyle that you live in? Like, because if you perform, especially if you have like a show, a concert, or a a, a tour that you do, like, how is that like? And like, what's that feeling like when you're performing in front of so many people? And like, even how did you even get involved in it? You know what I mean? It feels good, man. You know, when you perform in front of people and it's going well, it feels good because think about it. When you're when you're saying when you're speaking, when you got people's attention and you're speaking and they're all laughing. And they're all applauding and stuff. And uh, that's like a lot of energy they're giving you, a lot of internal validation. And we crave mm-hmm. that shit. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's always doing shit on social media or out and about being, you know, very, um, just very outgoing in everything that they do to try and get attention. A lot of people do this. I'm not saying every single person. Yeah. But external validation is like, it's heavily craved, man. You know, when you do work uh, at your job, uh, you want your boss to be like, that was great. You did this, blah, blah, blah. That in itself is mm-hmm. external validation. You know what I mean? So as a comedian, like when you do it, when you perform, you're performing to people, every every laugh, every clap, the period you're there for, sometimes you're on stage for like an hour and a half, two hours. I've seen a comedian on stage for like two and a half hours. Damn. Like there's three hours of puppy dog eyes going, mm-hmm. this guy's amazing. Oh right? my shit God, must be kind of addictive, right? Man. And then you have to go home. And be, they never think out of addictive, right? <laughs> you know? So the like it's not a healthy balance. Usually if you go on a tour, like a, a year long tour, mm-hmm. the next year off, it's not a healthy uh, balance of what you're vibrating on and now you're like no one's praising me and you have to really like work on uh, being okay just being 
a normal person. Yeah. I think Chris Rock was struggling with that, and he was on his Instagram page, and he's like, oh, I'm back home now, just dropping the kids off, nothing to do, just strolling. I'm like, man, this guy is not, he's not in the right of my mm. right now, you, know? you can't even function without that like high level of validation yeah. and attention yeah. wow and i've been on tour with comedians who do like a thousand rooms uh you know um every shot and uh man like Fuck. now that no one's really touring imagine these people bro you know mm. where they're at man they on they on the internet tiktok like a motherfucker <laughs> that's where we try to get some validation that is online right mm-hmm. like it really just uh, it vibrates at a, at a higher frequency. But like, if you have that level of you understand yourself and you know why you're feeling that way, and you could do close relationships around you to try and foster sort of connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not. Do you ever catch yourself? Catch myself uh, within that state of mind, or yeah, like um, I suppose. I might have been reading too much into it, but the picture that you painted is almost like a little bit of a like the dark side of of needing that yeah. attention or like yeah. needing that validation yeah. or seeking it. And I'm just wondering if you ever catch yourself being like, "Am I doing this because I enjoy it, or do I need the eyes, or do I need to like bolster my own self image by how much people are laughing at me, or how much they think I'm amazing, or how much they're clapping for me, that kind of thing?" Do you ever catch yourself and? Yeah, definitely. You know, have to recalibrate or what? Definitely, man. If people go, oh, you're funny on stage, off stage, you must be funny, and they hang with me off stage. I like to get, like, very philosophical stage. I like trying to work getting off stage. And they're like, yo, this bro, is and trash, they're bro. And they're like, bro, bro. 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 Just talking about like resonance and energies and manifesting. I'm and he over there like, man, I'm really, I'm really struggling right now. That's that's just that's just stage stuff, bro. That's a that's an act. What I mean? Like comedians, Please help me, man. Shut up with that lame shit. A lot of comedians are like that. You see them on yeah. stage and you go, oh my god, come have a few drinks. And they're like, okay. And then you feel right. And then you're like, um, and they're not ready to perform like a monkey for yeah, you. And yeah. And then you're just like, uh, so what do you guys do like with your lives? <laughs> they're like, what? Tell a joke, continue the show, you know? So oh, my God. It, it's like that, man. A lot of comedians, but you see on stage, you see a bit off stage. Absolutely. Very hyped up on stage. It's like, hey, guys, I'm fine. Let me tell you this joke, or let me tell you this, what happened on the way here. And it really something that happened a long time ago, and they wrote it. But they just mm-hmm. make it sound as if like, it just happened then and there to make it relevant. Mm-hmm. And so people think, wow, they're so funny. This just happened to them. Their life is blah, blah, blah amazing. But really, it's like, they're, they're not them like as they're on stage, you know. Yeah. Um, obviously, we know we're actors on stage, so we're very hyped up. But me myself, like I speak for myself, off stage. Um, yes, I do have my fun side, but so I like to read. I like to talk about you know, the meaning of life. I like to talk about why I do what I do. But I always remember why I started comedy. I got dumped by this chick I was dating for like ten. You know. Damn. Yeah, and you and you said I'm gonna get famous. You know what? I, a large you. part of it was revenge. Hell yeah! Oh, I feel like that's yeah. the best revenge. Like, yeah. that's, I what a guy! Like, that's like a great motivator. Yeah. When you hurt, I, I, you just want to you, you hurt. You got to do something, and you want to make some of your damn stuff. Fuck around and build a whole spaceship just because somebody cheated on you. Like, yeah, it happens. Oh man, you know what? Like, Abraham Lincoln is one of them. I think partner died, and then he he let the slaves go because his wife probably cheated on him with a with a black man or some shit like that. I bet you probably well, you right. let him go after that though. Like, would you really let him go if, if his wife cheated? No, no, you could, you would no. That's what you would do because think about it, right? If you Abraham Lincoln and your wife fuck a slave, you like you know what? Now everybody's free. You don't have access to black men anymore. You used to could own them. Now I'm freeing your slaves. Man. Imagine if you could free your wife's side nigga. Right? Well, then he'll right? just, he'll Sounds like I'm just enabling this nigga. That's a bad idea. Yes, I'm just you enabling this nigga. Like, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> now I cannot. <laughs> no, but 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 why we? But why we? But wait, but why are we putting it on the nigga? He's a slave. He can't say no. It's not consensual man, if you're a slave. And you're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I'm, that's sexism right there. You, chose to you, get know, it up, you, you know, that's that was, you know, that is reverse rape culture. He chose to get it up, though. You could keep, you could use them to, to kill that libido, you know? <laughs> Control, baby. He chose to get it up. Yeah, that's what you about, it, you Meditate. What the fuck are you talking are you about, bro? What type of, what type is of a rape apologist? <laughs> Listen, 
<laughs> that's because that's because you guys don't meditate. You know? Yo, what are you talking you about, bro? And you really just did an erection. You know, it sounds like it got hard and wasn't even thinking about nothing. <laughs> exactly. See, no mind control. Ninety percent of my erections have nothing to you do guys with are me. Not meditating. You got to do yoga, meditate, eat right. You know. Then you got. See, what you're doing is victim blaming right now. So if we don't meditate. It's that, our that's fault. Quite, that's why you got no control. Mm, mm, mm. See, he, see, he, he next level. Wow. That's what it is. He, yeah, that's 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 like spiritual level victim blaming. That's you know that's some good shit. You might have <laughs> took away the wrong lesson from that bed and retreat, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate I'll that. Send you, shit. Um, I appreciate that. Send shit. You some YouTube clips. On yeah, always have. How to you know like uh, mentally work on it so that you can control uh, your uh, libido reaction. You know. <laughs> Does it work in the reverse? Wait, why? Why? Like if so I really want to get, like, yeah, you know, if I really want to get it in, you know, like, can I just like, mm, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, but if I really want to get it in, it just you're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, that I is like kind of self yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like that's yeah, how yeah, that, yeah, right, that works, you, right, you know. Yeah. Sure and listen, then it's a different. So that way, you can take control of your which it's no problem if if a person has that. Take control of your own body, you know. Don't let no sugar mama corner you, and then just not nothing is happening. I'm in control. But she had she had so much power. She was so she had real strong arms, Mr. White. She had very strong arms. I couldn't I couldn't think. She was she was in a position of power, dog. Like it, it's it's my I knew it was my fault. I didn't meditate. I knew I waving the red flag man therapy to say that this is good. <laughs> yeah, that's what it, that's what it's about. That's what it's all about. It's just it's just a maladaptive fucked up therapy with bad advice and no research. That's you basically what, good advice what, there, what we do know? here. Yeah, here and there, here food. and there. You won't know which when CJ. it's happening, but there will accidentally be lots of lots of, a good, lot of red good flags, bad advice. Good advice as well, you know. Oh no, very much so. Y'all seen any red flags this week? I'll tell y'all when I saw, but y'all y'all can go first. In life, in the news, anything. I mean, I know you've seen a big red flag, but it was mostly yourself <laughs> last week, um, and that that one's been buried kind of in the stands. So yeah, you, Mister. What I do last week? Yeah, nigga, you you somehow fumbled the bag. What what, what are we talking? What are we talking about? What happened? You went from you went from you went from you know man. I think this girl is really special. I think she's the one, man. I think I think this is some real shit. To next week, hey, bro, we need to talk. I don't even know who that is. In seven days, in seven days, that was a red flag. That is, it, it is indeed. And you know what the fucked up thing about that is is that shit got me fucked up because I'm like, right, what is wrong with me? Like what? Like am, oh yeah. You know because it's just like what the fuck happened. <laughs> So did she? Did she? Yeah, because it, it comes. No, I'm with you. Yeah, she's <laughs> thinking about it. Huh? I think they. It was more like an in-person thing where it was like a bunch of stuff that kind of was an issue, kind of bubbled up. But I, and and, and then it resulted in shit ending. But I kind of really relate to what you were saying there, Josh, where you start to look at yourself and be like, "Fuck!" If tell me if I'm if I'm saying this wrong, but it's just kind of like it's one thing when shit fucks up and you know why it fucked up. It's another thing when shit fucks up and you don't understand what happened because then you have to like reassess what everything even is. Like you have to go like, "Wait, who am I? How am I actually? And what did the last six months, a year, two years even mean?" Because I thought it was one thing, but maybe if I put the camera outside myself, it looked like something totally different, and I'm just delusional or some shit like that. And I don't even know what really yeah. was going on. Like I thought, like, oh, this is great, but it's something else was and, happening. And and that's what I was saying last week is um communication. Like that's that's why it's so important to be with somebody who you can communicate with. And that's a, and that's also one reason why I'm looking at I take accountability for myself and everything I do, point blank, period. But that's yeah, just good, also good on one you. thing I was looking back at myself is like, even though I'm trying to articulate myself and express myself and what she is saying back to me in terms of what i said or what she's or her perception of what i said is not it's not what i mean and we're on like yeah. a different page or at least that's how, how i feel but like you said when you just don't know exactly what the other person is thinking and in this particular situation it was, it was really like well okay if you need space cool i'll give you your space and and this also could be another thing that's wrong with me don't nobody need space but see, yeah. like when somebody kind of don't nobody, it ain't nobody never in the history of life. That's not true because space. the best love that you can give to people sometimes maybe I'm toxic. You are though. toxic because the best love that you can't give to somebody is simply space enough That's for them to true. grow and be who the fuck they are without you being mm. there. Mm. So, with that being said, okay. I'm like, if you need okay. your space, I will give it to you. But, but I don't know if it's also my pride that's fucking me up too. Is like. Well, shit. If she don't want me, you know, I ain't gonna reach out, or you know, or you know, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hold out, you know, like so. That's all. That's you know, it's, it's, it's a little weird. 
maybe I feel that in private See, and I, don't I, express yeah. it. You know, that emotional side, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, maybe she's not. Like, just feel that, but then don't express it, like, by text message or call. When you do engage, be uh, cool, calm, and collective, you know, and just give it time to grow to see where it goes. Yeah, that's so, real. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true, because me being an honest person, I will give you my emotions. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? good Girl, this nigga weak. Have you seen Joe can't even grow. I appreciate that, man. You know, um... You know, if, if you shave, try try shaving some more. I don't know. I like, try, feeling... Really? Is that is that real? Because I feel like it just. I don't know. I feel like if if I can't do it, I can't do it. It but worked for me. People have been talking about you know put medoxinil or whatever in your shit and shave it and a little po- poke it and stuff. I've got. Um, I've, I want your your bit in regards to. So do you think you've been falling in love, but you're catching feelings too quick for the period you've known for? No, because in this, in this logic, no, because logic, well, yeah, I just, the answer is no, because everything was totally mutual and just magical, you know, the first couple months. Man, so, magical and so it's just like, oh my God, like, you know, da, 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 you know like we click in, like, it's great, like, oh my God, I can't believe this shit, like, she might. And then the, the other thing too is, like, I knew of her yeah. since 2014. I, I never actually met her. Mm. I just, like, saw her online and we was, like, Facebook friends. We never spoke to each other, but I just always thought okay. she was very attractive. And when our paths crossed in real life and the vibe and the connection was so crazy, <laughs> you know, so it's just like, you know, yeah. so, you know, hey, it's so I wouldn't say that I, I uh, jumped the gun too soon because I'm always like, pull, like, I, I always got my hands on the reins trying to make sure I'm not, you know, doing anything crazy, but. You you kind of even enter into it a little bit like cautious of, of, of falling exactly. into it too and quick. That's one fact. thing too is because I take things very slowly and I didn't realize that I'm the type that takes things slowly until I was talking to my therapist and just other people who were just like, yo, I, nigga, fuck it, I'm all in. We in love, nigga, let's get married. I know I want to marry you. I ain't like that. And, you know. Mm. That's probably know. a healthy thing, man. You know. Fairy tale yeah. re- uh, reality love, you know, which is completely different. Fairy tale love is what we get programmed by watching like Disney love and love stories and right. you know that have never after ending but it's like reality is someone who you have the same values as you know you want someone like I want someone that's themselves you know like has come out of it and knows like not to run away when shit hits the fan and the proof is in the pudding because they went through some shit and they've survived that shit they've got like track mm-hmm. record of it that's I want someone like Easy, you know what I mean? Exactly, and, man. So, I mean, have you had? Yeah, that well, you know, the thing with me is, um, yeah, just, like I fall in love quite too quick, so I gotta catch myself a lot of the time. Uh, Deal with uh, it in private. I'm like, snap out of it. You know what the hell are you thinking? Like, just chill, relax. You know, all right, just play it cool, give it time, and then, um, you know, I like the right. And eventually, I'll be like, oh, it's just one of those. You know, it's not really. So when's the? It's not love. You know? When's the last time you fell in love? Man, you know what? Last fell in love. Probably the girls that I was with that me that to me was love. After that, that was it. And you felt like with that you fell in love too quickly. Yeah, well, that one, yeah, hundred percent fell in love too quickly with that one. Well, y'all were together for ten years though. Ten years, man. That's not like you know. I I don't even know if I would just if y'all were together for ten years. It don't matter how how fast you fell in love because y'all were together for ten fucking years. My longest relationship was two years and three four months. You know, I ain't never been with nobody for fucking. Three years, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. clearly something y'all were doing something right, but at whatever stage, things didn't work out. Yeah, my perception of love before that well, and yeah, after what, that is completely different. Yeah. Before that, it was just going fairy tale love. What changed? Um, you know, that after that, you know, like recovering and standing more about life, talent, and everything, values. It's like yeah. we grew apart. I'm 34 now. So when I met her, like 19 years old, so I went all through. Um, my, uh, yeah. my with her. You gave her golden so years. You crack your thirties, late twenties, your thirty. It's like we just grew up. We became two different, mm. and then eventually. Man. So now it's like you know, especially since I'm doing uh, comedy, I was busy because I had like five jobs, uh, you know, and like stable relationship. And then when that ended, it's like left the job, sold the property, left the relationship, and started doing stand-up comedy, and just became a single man trap doing comedy i feel like the the bit of that that seems like the most i don't know intimate to you or like 
knowing what you were going through is like what happened like where where in y'all's values this shit fall out that it impacted you so much that you said fuck the whole person that i was before i'm going to take on this anglo name i'm going to get on stage i'm gonna be a comedian like what happened was it you was it her i mean you've, you've had like years to yeah. think about it now what's your view it's of just how, you know when you're in a relationship want to be where you're complementing one another in terms of like achievement in your life you know like you don't want to just your life not a, not achieving anything okay. or not growing as a person so um we weren't uh, complementing each other in terms of uh purpose like i didn't even know to do with my life i was doing the nine to five job and it was more money more problems and we barely seeing each other like friends um it's like we were young but we, we were oh like it felt like the yeah, was yeah. gone yeah, the romance was gone and started arguing as well. I was not me, you know what I mean? Like, I'm much better now, like, just contributing a lot more. I'm not scared, like, where before I was just reserved and just, just like, kept it with my family or my friends, you know? So I'm taking more risk to, to contribute more and to achieve more. Um, and taking on the name Joe White, it was just more so... Like, uh, A, because it was funny. I just wanted to make people laugh. And B, technically, it was a strategy. Yeah, it was a strategy. Because it-, <laughs> it was very smart. It was very smart. I yeah. mean, you... You picked the you picked the most acceptable possible name. You like you threw a fucking dart at a goddamn no. phone book. It was like, I am no. Have y'all ever watched Futurama? Yeah, I think I've, I've watched it all, but I don't remember which, which episode it's you're talking about. I don't know if you remember that race that Zoe Burry, I think it was a crab or some shit. And one of them niggas had got on Zach Brannigan's ship, and he was like, oh, I'm, I'm a Sergeant Hugh man. And he was clearly not a human. <laughs> <laughs> I am Hugh man. man, man. Human man. Yeah, the level of joke. I just kind of want to just like get a little bit more to the relationship and look you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to talk about it like that's that's totally fair but if you do i'm wondering how the shit actually ended and by all means like please just shut me down tell me to shut the fuck up look, I'm like that's that's totally fine. um so like y'all were falling apart you're working and then she ended it you went, she ended it why she like ended it. just like and take us there she ended it and, um men don't break up with people we don't we don't really do break yeah. it up in yeah. my experience uh, we just we just <laughs> fuck, we just fuck up until they break up with us. We want to break up with them. We just fuck up until we they break up. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe like, my behavior was doing that. So I'm yeah. putting in that position to call it off. Um, but now that it's been called off and we've both gone our own thing, sure. We're not friends, and I don't keep up with what's going on in their life. But it's pretty sure we're both <laughs> like doing. Um, yeah, done, man. Like, oh, so is there any like have you guys hooking back up or doing this and? Ups and downs, and then call it off. I'm like, nah, no. like done. You got that oil ring. Thank you very much. Uh, let's deal with our demons, you know? Yeah, we don't do yeah, that shit. So she- and then you went out here and became a comedian and started fucking a bunch of groupies. <laughs> Does it? Do you feel better now? <laughs> sad. I'm still yeah. sad. He's I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm dead on the inside. But I'm happy on, on stage. stage. We got to get on stage quickly because, you know, it's like when you're on stage, you got to pretend to be happy. And if you pretend enough, you become happy. You know that saying? Yeah. You tell a lie enough. This motherfucker yeah. starts. As soon as you get on stage, she starts shrinking back down like Bruce yeah. Banner, like as his powers fucking slowly fade away. Man. Yeah, no, that shit is, that, Real that is rough. We don't really move on after. And I'll tell you this. One of the reasons it was really hard for me to get over it was because she was fine as hell. Mm. Man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that'll do it. Man. That'll help. That'll help. Like, Every, everybody, that's that's men and women both. Right. Though. If anybody feel you, because it's like it's it's difficult enough, like ending a relationship when you genuinely love somebody. Like it's difficult enough, like just to end that. But to salt on the fucking wound is if that person is fine, had great sex, all that other shit. Mm. Oh man. <sighs> I like how you didn't say you, you did you said if she was had a fat ass, if she had nice titties, if the head game was fire and all that other stuff. Whatever you like. Whatever you like. All that shit, <laughs> all of that over there. But the main stuff, the main stuff, like if she fine and the pussy nah, is not tight, even the main stuff, like the love just, that, that was, and life and, still and was he, the main stuff. But you didn't say nothing about is, no you didn't say nothing about no love. You said fine and the sex was good. Moving on before that, like when you really love somebody that just ends. But you know, whatever. Is the worst part. Here's the worst part, right? So she worked in the head office. I was in the stores and 
And then I got a promotion. And that promotion sat me oh. across from her. So for the next two years, <laughs> we were sitting right across each other. And man, we'd be running each other in the kitchen. Man, I'd, I'd go this way. She'd go that way. Bro, I would have died. I would have quit. I'm, yeah. I'm not even exaggerating. Like I, I would have probably, yeah, honestly, would have quit. Like it, depending on how far I was in that job, but I would have, I would have been like, this ain't worth it. That's like that's, torture. I don't even like bumping into uh, somebody that I feel unresolved yeah. feelings yeah. with in a coffee shop. Let alone having to show up every day at work. You catch her in the room talking to her, a, a coworker about the new guy. She's yeah. like, I, I honestly could not. Don't think I got the emotional strength, maturity, fortitude yeah. to deal with that shit. I just be like, you know what? This is just a job. I'm gonna go yeah. do something else. I mean, I um. If I'm being honest, I think I'm so I'd would. see her come out of the list. I might go. I might be, become a comedian. Probably, I don't know. Yeah, I, I might go do stand up. You said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm about to make niggas laugh with my heartache. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this. Fuck this finance shit. Turn my pain yeah. into cash, bitch, and do it. Live my best life. Hey, that's so close to the truth, man. You have no idea. <laughs> it's just like this thing with comedians that it's like you guys are the most hurt people. And it's, and it's so ironic because y'all make people laugh or y'all, it's like y'all's job to find the truth or mm-hmm. find some sort of comical comedic value in like all this fucked up stuff that's going on. And But it's like y'all kind of hurt the most in a sense. It makes sense because that's the shit that's funniest to me hearing like a comedian talk about something that's really dark or fucked up or, you know, just some shit that irritated me or some shit that made me sad, yeah. you know? Like, okay, cool, you got your heart broke or whatever. Like, what people like Joe can do to, to get on stage and turn that into, you know what, man, that is some funny shit. Like, yeah, my heart hurts. Or like, yeah, you know, my dad was this way. Or yeah, I have no money, whatever it is. This some funny. And relatable. Like, that's... that's Extremely relatable. That's, yeah, that's a crazy fucking skill to have. Yeah, thank thank you to you, Joe, goddammit. Oh, and, and now know, your right? camera <laughs> cut back on, bro. Your camera been this off whole the time. whole time. This motherfucker started giving this nigga his flowers. He he out. Here I am. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, oh, hello. I mean, let me turn my internet speed back up so I can see you properly. Ain't that a motherfucker? You know what that you know what that was? That was that validation <laughs> shit that, that these comedians need. He was like, Oh, I need to I need to I need to catch it. I need Where to catch it. And you know what that and you know what that is, big dogs? You know what that is, big dogs? That need for validation, that need to to, to get those needs met, that's a motherfucking red flag <laughs> in this world. All right. So that. don't draw it to that's a close. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very kindly, Joe, for coming through. Josh for coming through. Um do either of y'all have any, you know, like shows or, you know, do you want to plug your Instagram? Let 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 folks know where to where to see, where to watch your shit. Joe, I know you want some of that tweet validation. Yeah, yeah. Drop the drop them names. Well, um, next time I'm in America, we can definitely uh, link up and you can see some shows and uh He'll get you within six feet of a white yeah, bro, don't don't worry. Don't I, I, I won't know him, but trust me, we're gonna be within six feet, my brother. Don't worry about nothing. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> two meters, baby. Two I'll meters, say, baby. Safety, that's what it's all about. You got to convert it. You got to convert sure it to metric form. So you know what you're talking. Other than that, we good. Yeah, man. They, they got so much coronavirus over there. It's not even. It's not even nothing. So look, this has been Joe White. This has been you know Joshua. This has been Eddie and or CJ or whatever the fuck, man. Look, if y'all been out here in the world, you know, getting up on stage, trying to figure out what the nature of the world is and all that kind of shit, you know, you might see some red flags within yourself, you know. But it also might be you who's you know letting the communication break down, who's not reading the, the writing on the walls, who's you know waving the red flag so peace everybody we'll see y'all next week follow this shit share with motherfuckers if you like it and uh we'll see you on the internet peace